Greetings if you're tuning in today, either uh, through curiosity, some serendipitous force has brought you here, or you have a specific uh, interest in the role of vitamin D in autoimmune disease, more specifically inflammatory bowel disease. My name's Shauna King and I am part of Shine Mind Body Spirit, here to inform, inspire and empower you in your nutritional health and your general well-being through food as medicine and medicine as food. And this is part two of a discussion around uh, vitamin D and its why is it such a, a miraculous nutrient and such an important nutrient, um, particularly during these times in what we're facing immunologically um, with the threat of um, pathogens and illness, which is quite in our heightened senses of awareness at the moment. Um, so vitamin D has been really brought forth in terms of its immuno-modulating um, or its relationships to the immune uh, system uh, in the last probably year to two so it's come about and become a more uh, more understood vitamin by by our general public um, but really in the last 10 to 15 years vitamin D's role uh, that it plays in our um, immune systems and its correlative relationship to autoimmune disease meaning that uh Vitamin D deficiency is a significant prevalence in those that suffer from autoimmune diseases. Uh, today, I'm going to talk more specifically about the role of vitamin D in inflammatory bowel disease. So I trust that uh, you've been brought to this podcast, possibly uh, either you listened to our last podcast which was a part one in this uh, discussion point, uh, which was just a general briefing or a general summarization, I suppose, of vitamin D and its um, inherent nourishing abilities in in the course of our our wellness and our well-being uh, and as promised this is part two where I'm going very bit more specific and um, academic um, in its approach to looking at the evidence and the role of vitamin D in inflammatory bowel disease um, so a little bit of history number of years ago I was a master's student and did a, a literature review of all of the standing standing evidence and kind of where we were at in investigating uh, the uh, pathogenesis in autoimmune disease and IBD. Um, and I'm wanting to revisit that to see what has come in the developing studies that one, I've also been interested in seeing in their first parts of their studies a number of years ago, but also because I've also been a um, participant in a number of these studies, particularly studies that have been done here in Melbourne. Um, we have some very... Um, uh, great research here in our own state from some incredible gastroenterologists here in our own state and so yeah this is part and parcel for my own um, uh, my own academic I suppose development in where we're at with vitamin D because I'm about to revisit the evidence so I'm kind of recapping on where we were at so um the role of vitamin D in immune regulation and its potential impact on 
autoimmune pathologies such as IBD has become an increasingly researched topic, gaining momentum probably in the last two decades at a stretch, 15 to 10 years. Epidemiological evidence suggests that vitamin D is involved in the pathogenesis of IBD with a distinct occurrence rate of both IBD and deficiency rates in population groups in both far northern and southern hemispheres. The relationship between deficiency and inflammatory bowel disease or IBD is acknowledged throughout the literature. However, the mechanisms of their interplay remains poorly understood still at this point. Vitamin D and its key endocrine functions in bone health have been long recognized. Emerging from the literature however has been the evidence of vitamin D or more specifically the vitamin D receptors which I will refer to as VDRs vitamin D receptors as being immune modulating, regulating adaptive immune responses and thereby having therapeutic effects on IBD as well, of course, on um, pathogenic disease. Um, It is these VDRs and its activating enzymes that have been discovered throughout the cells of the body that gives rise to a diverse, complicated and multifaceted functioning vitamin. Evidence, although limiting, is suggesting that adequate vitamin D status in individuals with IBD has a therapeutic benefit in the management of this autoimmune disease. Vitamin D as a cause or effect in the pathogenesis or the development of IBD remains uncertain or the present Um, presentation of IBD disease factors remains uncertain, yet at an ever-increasingly developing field of research. So IBD, what is it? It's an autoimmune disease affecting the gastrointestinal tract involving two inflammatory pathologies, Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. The prevalence of IBD has worsened over the past 50 years, remaining one of the most challenging diseases in the field of gastroenterology in its management and treatment. In genetically susceptible individuals, the immune response is altered and deregulated. Specific etiology remains unclear, yet it is understood that there is an abnormal immune cell-mediated response within the intestinal mucosa of those that have IBD. Vitamin D is a hormone precursor present in two forms, vitamin D2 and vitamin D3. The active form called calciferol, which is vitamin D3, which is our common vitamin D that we tend to refer to, Um, expresses immune modulating functions via its VDRs. Remember, that's vitamin D receptors, affecting development and function of our immune cells. VDRs are present in almost all immune cells, and this high presence of these receptors within the immune system gives rise to vitamin D as a potential immune modulator with applications clearly in the management of autoimmune disease and in this conversation IBD. There is much discussed in the literature regarding the prevalence of vitamin D deficiency and or insufficiency seen in the context of pre-existing IBD as reported through many prospective studies and reviews. 
um, there is a prospective cohort, uh, the Nurses' Health Study, which was a prospective cohort of women back in the 1970s, offered an opportunity to examine vitamin D status prior to diagnosis with IBD. And the outcome of this observational study suggested that adequate vitamin D status was actually associated with reduction in the prevalence of Crohn's disease, yet a non-significant risk reduction in ulcerative colitis. This study does elucidate that Vitamin D has a potential causative role in the development of IBD, specifically Crohn's disease. In another retrospective study, or in a retrospective study um, on the prevalence of predictors of vitamin D deficiency in patients with IBD, it was found that a deficient status was actually associated to increased disease activity. Those with deficient vitamin D made up nearly half the sample size, with 11% having severe uh, vitamin D deficiency. These findings are noted as being relatively high and not readily explanatory. Uh, It was determined that a poorer health-related quality of life in those individuals with IBD and concurrent deficient status, meaning that their vitamin D deficiency Uh, stood out as a marker to um, not living well with the disease, the underlying uh, inflammatory bowel disease. This study was unable to determine whether the vitamin D deficiency was a contributing factor or the consequence of chronic mucosal inflammation. Yet a distinction is made that the correlation of deficient states coexists with significance in the IBD population. Together with a rev- another review, and I will give uh, in the comments to this podcast, I will give the references if anyone's interested in looking up these papers. Um, in another review, it was noted that further prospective studies may enable the identification of causality. So that's where we're still at, right? We still don't really understand uh, cause. Another retrospective study of over 100 uh, veteran patients with IBD comparing the effects of D3 versus D2 in patients with insufficient vitamin D status. Uh, The findings within this study suggest that supplementation with D3 had notably less medical interventions or those that had supplementation had less medical interventions and diagnostic procedures than those who received D2, suggesting improved health outcomes in patients with IBD. Interestingly, it is noted that those patients who received vitamin D2 had higher serum levels than those who received D3, yet concludes that vitamin D3 had more favourable outcomes measured by the intervention rates. Similarly, in another randomised double-blind study, assessing the effects of vitamin D3 in the management of Crohn's disease, the relapse rate in already remissed patients was reduced over the course of a 12-month period and the control group was randomly administered a daily dose of 21 international units of D3 combined with 1,200 milligrams of calcium. The placebo group received calcium only and had a relapse rate of 23%, which is almost a quarter, right? Um, compared to the control group of 13%. 
This study suggests evidence of causality, yet notes that due to the small sample size of only 108 patients, the difference did not establish a strong statistical significance and that larger groups are required for future research. So this earlier study acknowledged an earlier experimental study whereby vitamin D therapy was used in the treatment of IBD, but yet this study was in a species of mice known as the interleukin-10 knockout mouse. These experimental models suggest that vitamin D3 supplementation helps regulate the immune cascade associated with IBD. Um, I myself have been a, a suffering person with that inflammatory cascade, and I tell you what, I was gravely ill. Um, uh one study had found that a de- deficient states were shown to have an exasperation of enterocolitis in the mice and subsequent imbo- improvement was established after just two weeks of treatment with vitamin D. The study noted that it was the first of its kind to establish the physiological role of vitamin D in the management of IBD and the findings suggest that vitamin D status also is a contributing factor in determining the incidence of IBD and that adequate vitamin D status reduces the risk of IBD via suppression of the T cell mediated immune response by the large intestines. So if any of you had tuned into my part one of this podcast, I did mention the gut as having an intrinsic um, an intrinsic interplay into the uh, into the medicine of vitamin D, both in its metabolism and how it is um, used in the body and how it's uh, our gut health is a significant factor when we're looking at really improving, as is anything, improving the uptake of this, um, of this nutrient. A more recent animal study uh, suggested that vitamin D assists in the management of IBD but also maintains the integrity of the epithelial barrier in the large intestines via the VDRs, those vitamin D receptors. This study explored the role that the VDR plays in um, mucosal barrier homeostasis outside the earlier animal studies that we referred to earlier that focused on the immune modulating role of VDRs in IBD. Evidence suggested here that the the VDR, the vitamin D receptor functions, preserved the integrity of the mucosal barrier, which in turn assisted ulcerated mucosal healing in those that have uh, active disease in their bowel or large intestines, where effectively the disease itself is where the immune systems or certain cells of the immune system actually attack the mucosal lining of the bowel. Um, It was also noted in this study that this finding in the role of VDR in intestinal barrier homeostasis had not yet been previously discovered and or reported. So you're looking at a study that was done um, just over a decade ago under under 15 years, so it was probably about 12 or 14 years ago, I'll have to look at the dates of this paper, um, where we had only just uh, acquainted vitamin D and its role in this kind of intestinal barrier homeostasis. Um, 
new evidence, right? It's pretty recent in the see, in the in the eyes of science. Um, an additional review finds that the most current evidence suggests that beneficial effects from the supplementation of vitamin D in patients with IBD and that these effects are multifaceted. So we've got musculoskeletal preservation. We've got inflammatory responses and cancer risk all seem to be possibly influenced by supplementation. There remains considerable contention, however, regarding the thresholds of serum vitamin D where currently in Australia, it is recommended to aim for serum levels of 75 nanomoles per litre. Uh, it is acknowledged that current evidence suggests the need to screen and treat for vitamin D deficiency due to what we have found in the last decade, an increased prevalence of deficiency states amongst patients with autoimmune disease, specifically IBD. So if you're someone that's got gut health issues, you've been diagnosed with having an autoimmune uh, gut issue, such as inflammatory bowel disease, either Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, the evidence does say that vitamin D supplementation does actually uh, have a, a gradient effect on your response and response to healing and also that uh, positive vitamin D status actually has a causative effect on the progression of, of disease markers. So either way, get your vitamin D checked, uh, talk to your GP or your gastroenterologist about your vitamin D status, is it adequate and if it isn't then supplement and uh, if it is adequate ensure that your uptake of vitamin D remains in a, a positive loop so manage your sun exposure primarily and particularly for those of you that live in the extremes from the equator where the sunshine is not as significant because there also tends to be a high rate of uh, people with autoimmune diseases that do live in these uh, polarizing parts of the globe and the one factor that is uh, contributed to being uh, a similarity between the two is that they have minimal amounts of or decreased amounts of sunshine because they're further from the equator. So vitamin D, you know, its causative effect seems to be um, anecdotally as well as evidentially um, significant. So in conclusion, the retrospective studies within this discussion identify a clear relationship between IBD and vitamin D deficiency, suggesting improved disease status with supplementation. The experimental studies suggest an interplay of vitamin D as an immunomodulator, highlighting that vitamin D is a potential mediator in the pathogenesis of IBD. The clinical studies, although limiting, suggest therapeutic benefits of vitamin D supplementation. Ongoing research in the mechanisms of vitamin D in IBD is required as pathologies in immunology are complex, requiring intensive investigations. The recent discoveries in the immunomodulating functions of vitamin D are uncovering possibilities that are exciting in the treatment and management of IBD and in short, uh, maintain your vitamin D status. Uh, if you don't know it, go get it checked. It's a simple um, optic on your general pathology 
and supplementation is um, an adequate form of raising your serum vitamin D. Uh, listen to part one in the synergistic relationships it has with um, calcium and its other roles in the body. And I hope that you found this marginally interesting for you, whether or not you've got an interest in um, in autoimmune disease and the management of or whether you are wanting to learn more about the role of vitamin d in our general health um, because it is a, a bit of a powerhouse of a nutrient um, or you've just found this by chance by serendipitous um, by serendipitous chance and uh, it, i trust that it has served you in the purpose that it was designed to serve you I'm going to now go and spend some time uh, pulling up the latest evidence, the last kind of five years of evidence, and um, see where we're at and see where the studies that I was involved in and whether or not uh, there was any more clear, clearer, um, clearer evidence in, in the cause and or effect and the relationships that vitamin D have on immunomodulating uh, the pathogenesis of inflammatory bowel disease so on that note uh, look after yourselves if you are uh, interested in getting to the bottom of your gut health please get in contact with me i have a very specific personal professional and academic interest in gut health um, suffering from an inflammatory bowel disease myself and uh if you've got some general, um, you know, you just want to twig your diets, your relationship with food, your relationship to nature uh, in a holistic, mindful, deeply nourishing way, then I'm the person for you. Get in contact. There is no reason why any of us should not be uh, placing more greater value on the food that we eat and the way that we fuel our bodies, our relationship to food, our relationship to our bodies and to that of the planet and mother earth and with that get out there get some sunshine get that vitamin d into your body uh, best use is um, sitting out in the sun and having some small exposures to the nape of the neck uh, the inner arms the upper thighs and you can track that using some great apps online. Vitamin D, uh, D Finder, I think it's called, is a great app for tracking. And um, go to your GP to find out um, your serum levels and what adequate range you should be requiring and see where you're at. Have a great day, everybody, and eat well and look after yourselves.